What is up, Steel Studians? It is Wednesday, September 15, 2021, and I am your host, Jeremy Ritz, here on episode number 99 of the study session. We are going to party like it's 1999 here today, hump day. Man, we are at the midpoint of the week. Another day closer to week two's contest where the Steelers will battle the Las Vegas Raiders in Pittsburgh. And after the Raiders' victory over the Ravens on Monday night, a thrilling come-from-behind victory in overtime, there's some concern going up against this team. And we'll talk a little bit about that today along with some other items. But just want to take an opportunity, as I always do, to thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to The Still Study podcast. It means the world to me. I am truly grateful for your support I would love to connect with you. Please drop me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. So many thanks to you. You sharing with your family and friends really helps the site and I am indebted to you. So thank you. So again, AFC North, quick whip around here. The AFC North, you have two teams at 1-0. That would be our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers and the Bungles who pulled out a victory against the Minnesota Vikings. And at 0-1, you have the hated Ratbirds who dropped that Monday night contest, as I said, 33-27 to in overtime on a big touchdown pass, a walk-off TD pass from Derek Carr. And I'm trying to remember who, I think it was Zay Jones who caught it. It was it was pretty sweet. It was a nice catch. But the Ravens dropped a 0-1. And then the Cleveland Browns lost in Arrowhead to the Kansas City Chiefs. No, no shame in that. I mean, the Chiefs are a juggernaut. So, but the good thing is the Steelers have that win in the AFC against a high-powered opponent. That could come into play in terms of playoff seeding, as I said on an earlier study session. But this contest against the Raiders is not going to be easy. Derek Carr threw for over 430 yards, put up some big numbers. Now again, we know that the Ravens are battling a lot of injuries. That defense is taking a step back. They were without Marcus Peters, who was lost to an ACL tear. It was in Las Vegas. It was the opener for the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. So that was a hostile environment. But they showed that they could ball out on offense. Not much out of the running game, but Josh Jacobs is a proven factor as a runner. So the Steelers have to be prepared for that. Alabama product like Najee. Same age as Najee. O-line needs some work. Not super strong there. Defensively, work in progress. Max Crosby 
gave fits all night to the Baltimore Ravens. Alejandra Villanueva got abused. So Pittsburgh has to be ready for that. Especially with their tackles being unproven in Dan Moore Jr. And really the underperforming work of Chukawuma Okorafor. So I know this game heading into the season, I felt pretty confident and comfortable about it. That it was going to be a win for the Steelers at home. I got to be honest, I'm not feeling as confident and comfortable in this contest heading into the weekend after the Raiders' performance last night that went in overtime against the Ravens. But that's why they play the game. I'm doing my research, my homework now to put together my updated prediction for you. And I'll have that to you later in the week. But the other thing too, I just want to make sure that everybody pumps the brakes a little bit. Sure, that was a massive win for the Steelers over the Bills this past weekend. I'm not downplaying that whatsoever. Some people are saying it's the best win in an opener or one of the best wins ever by Tomlin. I get all that, but just in looking at some of these power rankings that have come out where the Steelers have skyrocketed a a bunch of spots and beat writers or pundits out there saying, oh, well, now the Steelers are – let's just pump the brakes on that. Again, I do believe they are a contender, but there's a lot of work yet to be done on this team, especially on that offense. So let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, and even defensively. To think that they're going to have that type of output in terms of pressuring the quarterback like that over a 17-game stretch, it's just not realistic. You're going to have those down games. So we need to be optimistic, but at the same time, let's not get too full of ourselves that this team is going to go 17-0. Mike Tomlin held his press conference on Tuesday. Really not much that came out of that. Not as shiny or remarkable as some of Tomlin's press conferences can be. He talked about how Robert Spillane is getting healthy and probably will play on Sunday against the Raiders at Heinz Field. Talked about Darren Waller, the big tight end for the Raiders, who was targeted 19 times on Monday night, caught 10 passes for over 100 yards, and the threat that he's going to pose to that Steelers defense and how the team needs to be prepared and aware of his abilities. He also was complimentary of the offensive line in terms of their effort acknowledged that they have work to do, but was really complimentary of the heart, the energy, the aggressiveness that they put on display. And that's good coaching. He doesn't want to kill the confidence of such a young group, such a new group together because of their 
poor output in that first half. And as I mentioned in an earlier session, this offensive line will be better week four, week five than it is right now. It just needs to be given that time to grow and come together as a unit. And then finally, Tomlin was asked about the cornerback being utilized in the nickel or in the slot at times. And he was really non-committal about what he was going to do there. And if you look at the snaps played in Sunday's contest against the Bills, you could see that they used a variety of players. It wasn't just one person who manned all those snaps. It was spread around. And more than likely that's going to continue. And Tomlin hinted at that in his press conference. They're still trying to determine what the best approach is. And it may be a player-by-committee approach on the defense. So it's something worth watching develop as the season goes on. And studying, 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 studying. This is the end of episode number 99 here at this midpoint of the week, September 15, 2021. And tomorrow is episode number 100 a special day i know it's something that i'm proud of hitting episode 100 i went back and listened to episode one yeah you hear me laughing because man they were just bad i'm not saying that this one is good this is a growing and learning process for me and i'm still having fun still having fun here on september 15th I'm not stopping. This is my passion. This is what I want to do. And I appreciate you supporting me here on the study and can't wait to celebrate episode number 100 with you tomorrow. Again, much gratitude to you for being a supporter of my work, for sharing with your family and friends. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. And remember... On this episode 99, this day before episode 100, when we start a whole new era of the still study. Remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Make it a great Wednesday. Peace.